the way. We wanted men. Welcome to episode 138 of the Smugglers Galaxy Podcast, your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. I'm Glenn. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Jason. We're recording a little bit late. I was at a brewery for a couple hours today, so I may be a little loose, which could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. We'll see what happens. Jason, how you doing today, man? I'm doing well. Can't yeah. complain. Yeah, I mean, not so loose as you, I would I su- <laughs> suspect. But uh, maybe that means you're going to do the talking this time, not I, me. I might do. I don't know, man. We uh, we were dropping the grandkids off, and next thing you know, my, we've been wanting to try out this uh, brewery called Rock Solid up in Ballground. And uh, the wife surprised me on the way home. She was like, "We're going." So I looked at the clock. It was seven six o'clock. I was like, "Oh crap! I got to record." So hurried up and paid the bill and came here and. Now I'm recording. Hopefully she was driving if you're a little loosey-goosey. Yeah, she's always. Okay, she's She is my designate, designated drunk driver, as she calls it. So Nice. Yeah. She's always driving. Dude, I drive too much during the week to drive during the weekend. Yeah, I know that feeling. So how's, how's things going? Good. Anything? I uh, went down to... Uh, Went down to the middle of nowhere for a clay shoot this week. Uh, my company puts on a charity clay shoot, and I passed a target in Peachtree City. Yeah, and they had the lat for nine dollars. Nice. So I picked up a lat, and I actually opened it. <gasps> so Dude. I was able to use this extra speeder that I got in the blind box because there's a tab in the back of the little lat where you can put the uh, the speeder bike. And it uh, it holds it there, and then I was able to get a couple extra clone troopers and put them on the side. Uh, there's one in the laser cannon ball thing there. Uh, it's a pretty cool toy. I uh, I like it a lot. <laughs> I should open dude, all of them. <laughs> you dude, Jazzwares has got it, man. It, it they they know what they're doing with those the the lad especially. There's a lot of hidden compartments in there, and uh, it, it's a it, like you said, it is a very cool toy. Um, yeah, I love them. I just wish they would catch on or somebody, you know, somehow would, you know, love them as much as we do. The people that are up in, in the, in the sky, making the decisions for all the toy buying public. Yeah. I also got uh, a shipment this week from Hasbro pulse. They reissued. I can't remember now off the top of my head, the wolf, the, Rada, Nick Two, something like that. Um, they came out a while ago, but I never picked. No, wait. Yeah, there's one that I didn't have, and then the other two I just kept in the package. So I was like, I want to get them, put them on the barge, and then I opened them, which was horrifying. And <laughs> I put cry? them on the skiff. Did, did you shake? Tr- did you? Did you? You survived it though, right? I survived, and I'm still here. I'm a survivor. I'm a but- survivor. Trying to find where these guys go on the barge was a little bit more challenging than it needed to be. And even like Wolf, 
wasn't on the barge. Wolf was at one point. Was it Wolf or Nick too? One of those. There's one character who is in a different costume on the skiff than he is in Jabba's palace. And at one point, he was the same character. Uh-huh. But over time, over the 40 years that Return of the Jedi has been out, they've changed that to be two different characters. So they could sell more figures. Probably. But uh, I, I just put the one guy that's not supposed to be there guarding the jail in uh, or, or the barracks. Or not the barracks. What do you call it? The, the brig on the, the barge. Okay. So they put him in the back where nobody sees him. Yeah, he was out of frame. He was there. I promise he was there. He was just out of frame. There you go. Sort of like I all those, the micro, the skiffs or whatever. But they Not the skiffs. They, uh, they made those ships to continue the line. Yeah. Yeah. The and mini rigs. Just, the mini rigs. Yeah. They were just off frame. They just were over there. They were, just they were there. Right we just the didn't camera. see them. Right. How about you? Did you pick anything up? The only thing I picked up was the uh, one of the the e wicket. I picked up a, a 40th anniversary wicket for the wife, and that's it. Uh, Did you open it? No, I haven't opened it. I don't know if she's going to open it or not. This just has some weird painting on the face. Did I didn't pay that close of attention? Yeah. Um. No, I did notice that the the Luke retro, the storm, no, the the snow speeder was like discounted to like four bucks. At Target, from Micro Galaxy? No, no, from uh, the Micro Retro, the one that's all different painted, the prototype. Oh yeah, yeah. Which surprises me that nobody wanted that figure. I mean, it's a, it, I guess maybe because it's the Snow Speeder one that it freaks people out, but um, or it's maybe they're even... just tired of them. Yeah, I would, I would imagine they're tired of them, but it's not a, a true vintage figure. It's like a new figure that they made to look vintage, and I just maybe it doesn't have the nostalgia that the other figures have i don't know but i'm seeing them all over the place discounted um and then i'm not seeing a whole lot of the the series two i mean we've talked about it on on chat and stuff and yeah uh, series two of the micro galaxy squadron it's just they're hard to come by right now but now i'm yeah. starting to see that the season through the series three blind boxes are starting to pop up yeah it seems the blind boxes are ahead of the waves like okay. series three blind boxes are starting to hit, um, but we still haven't got a full release of series two yet in stores. I don't think. Um, series three, I don't think those haven't even hit the stores. They're supposed to be the summer, which means maybe Return of the Jedi wave this fall will be late. I don't know. There's just so much wave one on the store shelves right now that I think some of these stores are a little shy to put more out because they haven't cleared out what's there already. Yeah. Especially the Walmarts that haven't put anything on clearance that have, you know, 50 of the uh, the tanks or whatever, the troop transport sitting there. Troop transports, the uh, Massage Ventress ship is sitting there. Come on, people, buy them. Get them out. <laughs> Please buy them stuff. so we can buy more stuff. I can't, I can't buy them all myself. Otherwise, I would. I'd be the hero of this story and buy every single... Gen X, Gen of X, whatever it's Starfighter. <laughs> I did see somebody post in one of the clubs in one of the groups that he had he's like, there were three left, and I just bought them to clear the shelves out to hopefully they'll bring more in. Well, I appreciate your charity work, sir. I <laughs> salute you. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Uh there's I don't want another, I don't need a massage massage of interest or whatever. It's a cool ship. Yeah. 
I, I did meet somebody uh, last Sunday. We swung by Target and the, the Marauder was there and he was like, are you going to buy it? I had picked it up. I'd looked at it, but I'm, I'm being particular with these ships. And uh, he was like, you're going to buy it. I'm like, no, he goes, I said, it's all you, man. So he bought it and we talked and showed him the, the podcast and showed him the club. So if you're listening to the podcast, hi, nice hi, to meet hello you there. the week. Hello there. Thanks for listening. The Marauder is a cool ship. I guess it's the Havoc Marauder. And, uh, that's one that I, I consider buying to uh, have on the shelf open. Yeah. Are you, you still leaving yours closed? Yeah, I'm buying them in box. And then as they go on discount, I buy another one to open um, just to help clear out the store shelves, doing my part. I mean, some people run into burning buildings and save People, I buy things on clearance to clear store shelves. I mean, we're both heroes, so. Yeah. It's always good to be the hero, man. I say that sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we love Jazzwares, man. We love the stuff. They've uh, they've released some cool stuff. Hopefully in the future, we'll be able to get it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or at least have a pipeline. I know Amazon uh, is pretty, pretty reliable to get the non-chase ships yep yep i have some news news that i've been saving since celebration let's do it man i was going to bring it up last week but we had such a good conversation with narayan i didn't want to stop the flow and be like uh in other words another news but entertainment weekly is reporting that crawl is coming back for future star wars movies previously the floating yellow the yellow floating in space opening crawl was used for the ninth Skywalker saga films, the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. It was, was not used. Yeah, we already know that. Um, it was not used in Rogue One and Solo. Uh, when asked, Kennedy did not hesitate with the response. The crawl is coming back. Nice. Uh, but what she said is even more interesting. Uh, when asked if the crawl would be returning for only the Ray film, Kennedy was. Equally direct. No, the crawl is for movies. Which that, I agree. I yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 no. No, it was weird. Uh, Rogue and Rogue One and Solo without having that crawl because uh, Rogue One came out before Solo, right? Yes. So yeah, it was. It was like, oh crap, we're going to start it. You know. Um, yeah, they were trying to find the voice of those anthology uh, movies and trying to figure out what what that is and what does it look like? Does it need to have the crawl? And I think the answer is yes. Yes. The yes, crawl needs to be there. So at least we know what's going on. Yeah. Or what happened before. Yeah. Um, Jude Law is playing a Jedi in the Mandalorian. So, or excuse me, <laughs> in Skeleton Crew. <laughs> and the Mandalorian villain Vane will make an appearance on the show. Which one's Vane? He's the one that uh, was outside the school and the bar. And oh, the pirate guy. Pirate guy. Well, uh, oh, but they were also hinting that the main guy was going to be the pirate, was going to be the villain too. Did uh, you see the Mandalorian? Yeah, I saw that he blew up. But dude, that, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything because it could be before the Mandalorian, or it could be, hey, I was just messing with all these kids and decided to come mess with uh, these people at Navarro because I got, you know couldn't handle the kids so i decided to come mess with you know creed all right let's let's take a time out and talk yes. about that guy what was his name um oh jeez 
The pirate. Any- the pirate, anyways, the green guy. Anyways, did you not like did you like him? I you, I thought I'm he talking was, about the design and execution specifically. I thought he was too much of a maybe a ripoff of Pirates of the Caribbean. The Davy Jones character in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I enjoyed him. Um, I'm almost at the point with well, I am at the point with my Star Wars where I, I'm like when my mind starts singing that kind of stuff, I just want to poke it and be like, shut up, mind, because then it takes me out of the TV show. Um, I did enjoy him. He was he was interesting. He was different. It's something we hadn't seen before in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it because we do get to a point I think in Star Wars where everything is just regurgitated, and uh, when we do see new characters, we don't know what to make of them. And I think that's what we fell into with that guy. Yeah. Um, but I I mean I think he would make either. I think he would make a good character to bring up in like skeleton crew or bring him back up in Ahsoka. I think the way that Dave is planning on shooting a lot of this stuff is, is, is it's going to overlap. Um, or even though we've seen his demise in the Mandalorian, that doesn't mean we're done seeing him in other star Wars movies or possible. I liked him. I liked yeah. the design and I liked that he was a puppet. I mean, you could tell it was a puppet. I liked the fact that it was something tactile that, you know, if, if Mandalorian reached out and touched him, he would actually be touching them and not a tennis ball with a guy yeah. in a green suit. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're right. Because I was watching Ghosted pra- this morning. Yeah, practical effects is what you're going for. Practical effects. I was watching Ghosted this morning, and there's this whole chase. It's a new Chris Evans, Ana de Armas movie on Apple+. Plus. But there's this car chase, and they're in a bus. And Chris Evans is, like, hanging off the side of the bus. But you can totally tell that it was CG, that it wasn't him on an actual bus. And it, and it's just like, I, that's fake. Like, mm-hmm. it's fake. It took me out of the movie. Yeah, it's good to see in like 80, 90, you know, in the 80s and not early 90s movies where you could tell it's fake. But we're in 2023, man. It should be, you know, better. Yeah. Um. So because of Hasbro, uh, excuse me, because of London, a bunch of people were asking all the Hasbro people questions, a bunch of YouTubers and Facebook group people. And they did ask Patrick uh, about HasLabs and do they really need to be big? And he did say, no, it just needs to be a dream project that doesn't need, doesn't mean that it needs to be big. However, they haven't done it yet. So it, it remains to be seen. Um could they do like the uh, smaller aliens from the cantina that would never sell toy uh, shells? Possibly, but they haven't done it yet. So it's mm-hmm. like try to change things up and and stop going for the multi million dollar dream to help your quarter. You know, make something right. for us. Give us one. Right. Exactly. No, I agree with that because I think it's easier to sell because you'll see it at toy shows. And it's the, you know, you can have the real nice pretty things that are several hundred dollars up on the top shelf, but the stuff that sells is the five and $10 buckets. And that's what a lot of people make their money on at toy shows. And maybe Hasbro needs to adopt that plan where they sell something for a hundred bucks and they may not sell there. You know, you're going to sell 20,000 of them versus 10,000 of them. And that's how you're going to make your money. Yeah. They did ask about the TVC Wampa. Yeah, um, because they have a black series Wampa that they've sculpted. So 
you know, similarly with the speeder bike that they made in the Black Series and scaled down to TVC, could they do it the Wampa? Um, they said, well, can't announce. We can't talk about anything, but uh, we hear you. So I'd buy it. I'd put it with my Wampa army builders. That's why I bring it up. There was a lot that they brought up, and that's I brought it up for you. Yes. Um, they heard the feedback about the alternative card back because just to give the line some newness in Return of the Jedi, they changed out some of the card backs mm -hmm. in the original run. And so that's something they're going to consider going forward uh, so they can just add some new newness to some of the things that they just keep reissuing over and over again. Um, I saw someone interview Emily's SWTVC on YouTube, and they asked why they changed the card backs to include an animated image when the intent was to always be realistic. Uh -huh. That's why later in the original run of TVC, you have a more accurate representation, a realistic representation of Ahsoka and Obi-Wan and Anakin from the Clone Wars. Uh, they photoshopped that to make it look like the, com the computer, the computer animated look, but actually with Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. She said that the uh, Tartakovsky cardbacks was a special occasion, but the intent is to keep with the realistic look. So I don't know. I mean, they've got the comic book look coming now. So with the comic book Boba Fett, yeah. I don't know if that's a special occasion. I would assume it. Yeah, it's just a money grab occasion. Yeah. <laughs> I've been said, looking for that. Said it, not me. Yeah, <laughs> I've been actually been looking for that Kinder, Kinder Deco TVC that I I want to buy it, but I don't want to buy it at twenty two bucks. But because uh, I think it's a cool deco, but the, it the, is the ones that they went crazy on. Why would I want to spend twenty two twenty five dollars on those? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw several several questions about why the Bad Batch has been made for the Black Series twice. You have the first season and the second season, but we don't, don't have any for TVC yet. Mm. Uh, they kind of skirt around the issue. I mean, we have Hunter coming. Uh, they say it's a golden age of Star Wars and there's too much content. But if you read Aww. between the lines, they follow the money. I think there's more profit for them in Black Series. Case in point is the fact that they've already produced the Bad Batch twice for the Black Series mm. and they haven't done anything for the vintage collection. So, you know, if you're making more money with TVC, than Black Series and you're, excuse me, more money with Black Series and TVC, you're going to follow the Black Series. Which I understand that, but they've already done all the work. All they got to do is scale it down, right? Yeah. You would think, but th there was a couple of interviews about that and they said it's more than just scaling it down because you've got the wall thickness, which is a true thing. Like mm -hmm. a thin wall on a Black Series, if you scale that down to TVC, it's going to be even more thin. Okay. Or thinner. And if it's going to easily, you know, push and pull where it shouldn't, and you have to have an engineer come in and re sculpt it. So it's a starting point, but they still have to do a lot of re sculpting and the joints are different. Allegedly, I'm just saying what they said. Apparently. Apparently, that's what they say. <laughs> uh, new Star Tours will hit in 2024. If I was a betting man, I'd. It's left $500 on the table right now and say Mando and Din Grogu's going to be making an appearance on Star Tours. Get me started on that crap. I did I did have a I, I did have a proud grand, <laughs> grandpa moment today cuz we had the grandkids this weekend and uh, the wife actually bought and my wife actually bought him a like a $5 baby baby Yoda uh little doll. 
because she was there at bargain hunt or something and she found it. And then anyway, uh, so he'd been playing with that all weekend, but uh, we were talking about, they started talking about, we were watching the Mandalorian and they said Sabine. So I was like, Oh, you want to see Sabine? So I played him the Ahsoka trailer and chopper popped up and I'm like, who's that? And he goes, that's chopper. And I'm like, I'm like, good for you. You, you know, I can understand him not recognizing, especially Sabine because she's looks totally different. And Hera, he should know who Hera was, but he was like, that's chopper. And I'm just like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, Yeah, boy. Uh, Did you order that chopper? Um, I'm waiting for that to go on clearance. I don't want to pay $80 for it. And that's the problem with collecting for a toy company these days is exactly. it's all the clearance game. I know it's going to be. I mean, it's a cool if it was. If Well, I'll put it to you this way. I don't think it's worth the $80 because I bought the Chewbacca that was $80 and it ends up sitting on the shelf. It doesn't do you know, you don't play with it. You put it on the shelf. So or you play with it for a minute and, you know, oh, it's fun. And then you forget about all the features. And by you, you mean I. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I play with it. You know, uh, I bought the the interactive Chewbacca for my wife and I ended up paying like $70 for it because I think it was like 120 uh, when it first came out. And yeah, you, you you forget about all the features that it has. And then it just it sits on the shelf. And then every now and again, you're like, oh, cool, it does something. Let me play with it. Uh, I kind of lumped that chopper in the same boat. Uh, and I think if I wasn't going to Galaxy's Edge in a month, it would be a different story. But I'm holding out for the chopper, uh, Droid Depot chopper. Mm-hmm. That I think is a better, uh, even though it's going to be more money, it may be better. I don't, I, but I, because, well, let me put it to you this way. I know the Droid Depot chopper is never going to go in clearance and that other chopper probably will. Yeah. So, th- it's just it's not an eighty dollar value to me, even though that's what they price that kind of stuff at. Yeah, like I was curious bucks. to hear your thoughts on it. I think it's about a fifty dollar toy, not an eighty dollar toy. But I'm also I'm not thinking adding for inflation, and and I'm a cheap ass. Yeah. Um, there was a live stream last week with uh, Maxwell Lux from. He's a senior brand manager for Micro Galaxy Squadron, and he shared a lot. Uh, one of the things that I quickly jotted down because I love this as a marketing marketer, marketing person, rejected names for the line. <laughs> they were so good. So when they got the 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 line to make these miniature vehicles from Star Wars, they threw down, you know, what are we going to call this line? Uh, they threw out a bunch of names, including Fleet Force, Squadron Force, Battalion Builders, Icon Squadron, Battle Brigade. Uh, which I think he said Battle Brigade Battle Brigade might come back for something. Mini Galaxy, Tiny Squadron, Micro Wars, Galactic Assault, Mini Power Riders, Mini Riders of the Galaxy, Space Racers, Battle Wings, Mini Starfighters, Tiny Riders of the Republic, Pocket Zooms. Oh my god. Pocket Zooms. I'm collecting pocket zooms. <laughs> Obviously, Micro Galaxy Squadron One, and it's probably the best of those. Yeah, pocket zooms could be so much stuff that you don't want your kids. I got a pocket zoom. Yeah, you got a what? Pocket zoom. Oh, oh, come over geez. here and kids, come over here, kids, and see. <laughs> come look at my pocket zoom. He did say an Andor vehicle co- was coming, which I I wonder if that's um, Lucian's ship. That's a cool ship. Is that his name? Lucian? I can't yeah, Lucian, remember. It's, you're close enough. Um, you're close enough for this podcast. How's that? It's not close enough for me. 
Uh, I should everything. Yeah, everything needs to be right. Otherwise, I won't be able to sleep tonight. Possibly a solo Falcon. Dude, that would be badass. I'd buy the solo Falcon. Uh, especially one that can pop off, you know, pieces as it gets closer to the maw. And, um, and it reveals itself as more of the, the Falcon we know. So it's nice and clean, but it's got little compartments that pop off to strip it down to make it look more like the Millennium Falcon. I'm yeah, not. I would I would totally buy the the solo Falcon because I it it, it kind of struck you weird, but they put that piece on the nose. So us Star Wars nerds are like, I get that. I know why they did that. Um it's you know, they may not Whoever invented that Falcon may not know why they did that, but as a Star Wars nerd, I think it's a good nod to the uh, expanded yeah. line that they tried doing after uh, Power of the Force 2. Yeah. Uh, I believe an E-Wing is coming. That would be And cool. I believe a variant of that E-Wing will be a chase. Will it have Sabine riding a speeder bike? Yes. <laughs> um Disney Parks, I believe, wants to make a Star Speeder 3000 with, with Rex. That would be so awesome. Um, there was an option to ask questions, and luckily I'll be able to ask some of these questions in person real soon because uh, Max is coming back. But I asked about more Rogue One love because so far we only have... Um, what do we have? Do we we have don't have anything Rogue One? Rogue One, do we? Well, the... Oh, okay, so the U-Wing is coming. Oh, the, yeah, the U-Wing's such a badass ship. He said there's more vehicles on the way. They want to make all the star uh TIE fighters, the TIE TIE series of vehicles, including the TIE tank. Is there a tank or okay. something like that at one yeah, point? Yeah, so I don't know if there was that, also that's gotta be EU, but yeah. There's also uh I think the the mining federation or whatever had the yellow TIE fighters. I think that's coming. Oh. But I think I think coming back the TIE striker. Is the one that's from Rogue One. I think that's coming. Hopefully, we'll get. Uh, um, God, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. What's uh, his face? Director Krennic ship. Sorry. Oh, okay. Director Krennic ship and all of the Death Troopers. Dude, I would love that yellow Tie Fighter because that's right out of Rebels, man. Um, and and truthfully, uh, if they did, because the Tie Fighters they already have the 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 cockpits done. All you're doing is changing the wings out, so yeah. you would think all you got to do is is it would be a simple. I don't know what it costs to do wings, but yeah, know, but they just, made it in a way where the wings pop off, right? And so you pop on new wings. It's the same body, which has to save some money, but you just pop on new wings, right? I mean, that was a smart move on them. Yeah, and you know what? I'm down because I know we we gripe on Hasbro, and I don't, you know. And, but I think Jazzwares is doing it right. They're not ashamed to go, hey, look, we're doing this to save money, which I think if Hasbro would have been like, hey, we're doing all this crap to save money, people would be down for it. I think uh, Jazzwares is definitely put, they put all their cards on their table. They're they're not scared to uh, let you know what's really going on. In, yeah. In, you know, in the I appreciate that transparency. Right. And then he also said, tune in this week, which I think is the Tuesday this episode drops for the, the, the last Mandomania. I believe that they're going to release the N1 Starfighter, not the Ghost. Yeah. Um, John Favreau and Dave Filoni will be revealing it, and Max did say that they took the vehicle home with them. Well, then I didn't. I totally forgot about the N1 Starfighter. Um, yeah, yeah. So Mando Monday is what they've been using as the marketing tool to promote 
and release new product for the Mandalorian season three. But I'm like, what are they going to call Ahsoka? Awesome Ahsoka-ness? <laughs> Ahsoka Monday. I don't know. But Ahsoka they're trying Wednesdays. Monday, Mandomania. You got to. Yeah. Ahsoka Spectacular. I <laughs> I'm sure somebody's already. They've got a list full of things they're working on, man. Ahsoka Tan. Ahsoka Tano Tuesdays. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Ahsoka Tuesdays. That's Ahsoka Tano Tuesdays. It's probably what it's going to be. It's just they they've given up. We can't do anything. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme with mania. Just Tano Tuesdays. Yeah, and I that's think all that's all it's going to be. Tano yeah. Tuesdays. That's if they're smart. That's when we're going to get the ghost. Is is let Ahsoka run for a month and then release the ghost. Um, and then at uh, Celebration London, they did reveal the ATAT. For sixty bucks with electronics, Max hinted we'll get another Imperial shuttle at some point because he did say that there's a, a large number of seats in the cockpit. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine we get the Return of the Jedi version with the entire crew with Han, Leia, probably in the poncho, you know, Luke, C three PR two D two. But the current version with the Emperor and two Royal Guards will run you thirty bucks, which it's just a good deal. Yeah. Uh, he hinted at the Starfighter class, which is currently sixteen ninety nine, going down to fourteen ninety nine. Hmm. So that's pretty. That's something I want to ask him about. How how is that possible? Right. Everything is going up. How is it possible that your product is going down? And by Starfighter class, you mean like the X wings and the advanced the Darth Vader Tie Fighter that line? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because there's. The TIE Fighter, the normal TIE Fighters, I think, is one below that, right? Uh, yes. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, for the Series 3 blind pack, they completely redesigned the Stormtrooper to be better, to be a better Stormtrooper, meaning, oh. like, it doesn't look like he's just wearing glasses anymore. Like, they've mm-hmm. tried to add more color detail. So they re-sculpted, re-sculpted it to make it easier to, for paint application. Okay. They improved the speeder bike color for Series 4 blind packs. Um, I did find out that the chase in that one is Paplu on the speeder bike with the explosion effect in the back. They announced a B-Wing, a U-Wing, a T-70, a Y-Wing, a V-Wing, TIE Silencer, Desert Skiff, and Geonos and Starfighter. Max did talk about somebody who came up to him afterwards or, or towards the end of Celebration and talked about Someone that they lost who was a B-Wing collector and they talked a long time. And as he started to share the story, I realized that I knew the person he was talking about. So I was able to grab a screen grab and share that with that person. And it just, he was incredibly touched that Micro Galaxy Squadron would do that. So they're, the individual who's no longer with us was a B-Wing collector and, and they can't, they can't change the name of the pilot because it's Lucasfilm's territory, but you know, behind the scenes, they're going to call the pilot of not the one that's about to hit, but another release of the B-Wing. They're going to name it after the person who, who's no longer with us. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I know some of our friends from like the Cincinnati and Kentucky club, Yeah, uh, I was at a con and they were selling stuff for them. So uh, yeah, it, that's that's awesome. It's very touching. And yeah. uh, so Series 5, blind, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to get sad. <laughs> series 5... Uh, Blind packs, uh, Nikto Speeder with Boba on it, like a banda. Be the chase. <laughs> hey Ted, I'm gonna buy one for you, buddy. You need that just Dur- because. Dur- 
uh, Dirge with the Speeder is going to be rare with the Sora uh, Ara Singh with the Speeder. It's going to be rare. Um, and there's a Genosis Warrior, Anakin with the Swoop, Ray with the Speeder from TFA, and uh, Volatar Swoop with Mando. I don't know. He rides every bike, and it's just like, let's make one for that. Right. Well, I got to save money do, somehow, man. Whatever you do, don't ask him if IG-11 is technically a vehicle now because <laughs> he said he came back that episode to work, uh -huh. and that was everyone's joke. Does that mean IG's a, IG-12 is a vehicle? Can we make that one? Yes. Yes. It's not yes. funny. Yes. It's not funny. It's not funny. So don't don't bring that up. Just don't bring that one up. All he's got to do is remake the mold, right? Just turn the body around. Yeah. And then he'd be good. Yes. Yes. Could you yes. could yes. you imagine trying to put a little Grogu in the little no. bitty IG eleven? No. That would be ridiculous. No. 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 Um I don't I got a couple more here. The Series yeah. 5 assortment will include a V-Wing of some sort, which will be a chase, a first order tie that's going to be damaged, which is going to be rare, a B-Wing, a tie silencer, a V-19 torrent fighter, first order tie fighter, and some sort of classified walker. They didn't really say which one. Light armor class will include the twin pilot, twin cloud pirate pilot. I could talk tonight. Resistance A-Wing. Uh, Desert Skiff with Han and Nick too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, if we get the Skiff, at some point we have to have the Barge. Genos and Starfighter with Kit Fisto will be the chase. Starship class, we get the U-Wing with Jin Erso, Cassian, and K2. And then finally, Amazon exclusive, AT-AT Endor, Ahsoka Starfighter Evolution Pack, Battle of Coruscant with Anakin, Obi-Wan, Interceptors, and two Vulture Droids, Battle of Endor with a TIE Interceptor and a Falcon, the Falcon's been resculpted a little bit, so it has the broken radar dish, but it does come with Nine Numb and General Lando Calrissian. Finally, there's four SDCC exclusives this year for Micro Galaxy Squad. Son of a bitch! All right, which one hit me? Well, I want to get, I want to talk about the Ahsoka, but hit me, hit me with those. What? what oh, we, we don't know what they are yet. Oh, okay. But there will be four. Is that blue one? The clear blue one is like 500 bucks. I might be able to get someone to get me at least one of them. So we'll see. You and your hustling, man. You become. I need every some day of your, I'm hustling. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Dude, I need to hit some of your, your hookups, man. Cause you've, you've, you ever now and again, every, like, it seems like at least two, two or three times a week, you're messaging me going, look what somebody's sending me. Look, or not sending me, but look what I'm getting all this. And I'm like, damn, Jason. Yeah, that Sabine tie was too expensive. I did see that pop up. Uh, I think yeah. I know I saw it pop up on the Micro Galaxy thing. And uh, yeah, he was one. And if it's the same one I'm thinking of, somebody had posted it there. It was an open Sabine, an open Hera, and then two of the uh, scout vehicles. And they were wanting like 250 for the lot. And I'm like, that's just, I can't justify that. I, I'm still trying to play the long game because, you, you know, I want to get back to the Ahsoka, but the Ahsoka uh evolution pack or whatever um i just have a feeling that they haven't hit because you know they were supposed to produce five thousand of the sabine tie fighters i don't think they produced five thousand of them because i'm even asking people that are at other conventions or at other toy shows out of state i'm like hey have you seen any of these and they're not hitting the toy show 
circuit. I mean, you're see, I'm not even seeing them pop up on eBay or Mercari that much anymore. So I think the supply is just dried up on those. So I don't think they released anywhere near the 5,000 that they were supposed to on the Sabine TIE Fighter or the Hera or, or the second wave stuff. Uh, I think everything's kind of bottlenecked right now. Like you said earlier, uh, you know, they're, the shelves are still full of the Series 1 stuff. So the Series 2 stuff is just sitting there uh, somewhere in, in, that we don't know about. And we're just waiting for it to be released. Uh, but anyway, this Ahsoka one you were talking about, that the, the Ahsoka Starfighter was a chase. But they changed it. They took the the hyperspace ring off of it, and they're releasing it with another ship. But one Ahsoka and the droid with two ships. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of hoping that they would do that with uh, <clears throat> uh, the Ray. Uh, yeah. I'm not sorry, the Sabine Tie Fighter. But I mean, if that ship pops up on Amazon, you said it's an Amazon exclusive. I'll buy it just to get the Ahsoka ship because I really don't want because. Those ships, when you put the hyperspace ring on it, they don't stay. They don't sit right. Right. They should have put a st- an extra stand. It's kind of awkward. It's kind of awkward, awkward the way it sits. Right. So you're going to end up displaying it without the hyperspace ring on it anyway. So who gives a crap? Does Sabine uh, paint another Tie Fighter? I don't think so. No, because I was thinking because he wants to keep it exclusive. He doesn't want to like re-release it. It would have to change some way. So I thought maybe someday they could do like a ghost. And a, a Ahsoka, uh, sorry, a ghost in a Sabine Tie Fighter at some point, uh-huh. but that would be a straight repack without changing the paint apps. Maybe and they that's can. What he wants to avoid. Maybe they can do the Sabine without a helmet or something silly like that. Man, I don't feel like I'm on my game. I'm not remembering any names. I'm screwing names Dude, up. Dude, it's all I'm good, man. Like, it's like eight o'clock on? on a Sunday. It's like eight fifteen on a Sunday. We're good. Um, you remember we we were talking about. Stop, Siri. Um, my Siri started talking to me. I don't know why. But know. you you had shown me some figures that some of the pre-production stuff, some pre-production figures. And one of them was the female um, Mandalorian body. Yeah. yeah. That was Sabine because the I was looking at a Bo-Katan somebody had, was doing some repaints of. And the Bo-Katan doesn't have arm or like the ammo packs around her ankles. Or calves, the Sabine does. So that was so they're two different molds. So that's kind of cool. Just a oh. huh? Yeah, yeah. I, we were just talking. We don't. Yeah, no, uh, no. I didn't. I yeah, I missed that. I didn't realize they changed. I just figured they'd use the same body for both characters. Well, that's what I thought too. But then yeah. when I saw that the Bo-Katan had been somebody was repainting them, I I watched. I looked yeah. at, specifically look at her calves. And they don't have the ammo packs around it like the speed one did. I would have gone harder on it. But anyways. That's all right. It's I gone. Dude, it's my fault for not realizing what they were because you'll be in the middle of stuff and you're like, oh, those are cool. And then you don't think about it until it's too late until you're trying some, you know, you got people trying to make deals on stuff and you don't want to be the asshole to break it up. Yeah. But and overpay anyways. for stuff. So. Yeah. There's a bunch of Hasbro stuff that we didn't talk about. Um, I think the one that I want to bring up is the N1 Starfighter. From everybody I've heard who's seen that in person, Ryan mm-hmm. was saying this last week, it looks amazing. Yeah. So it, more of and, those came available this week on Hasbro Pulse. And it's only like 100 I mean, only $130, but I've well, seen a lot more ships because uh, the Boba Fett, the Slave 1, 
the repack of the Slave One that they did for Book of Boba Fett is at two hundred dollars. That ship was one hundred and thirty a year ago. Yeah, well, that was COVID, pre-COVID, right? Pre-COVID, but it, yeah. But anyways, yeah, it's still a, a staggering amount of money that's gone up. But I do want to say, like Hasbro needs to get their act together because they did say that Tuscan four pack. Uh-huh. It was going to be 55 bucks, and then when it was released, it was 60 or it was 50 and then it, when it was released, it was 55 Like, how does how does it change so much in a week that right. when you issue the press release, it's 50 bucks, but when they put it up for pre-order, it's suddenly 5 bucks more? What happened in that week? Same thing with the N1 Starfighter. They said it was going to be one twenty nine ninety nine. went up for pre-order, it's $131. Oh. What happened? I mean, it's just, you know, so what? It's 2 bucks, right? Right, but what happened that you didn't have your crap together the week before to say no? It's one thirty-one. Uh, maybe they were thinking pounds, and then all of a sudden it's dollars since yeah. it was in Europe. No, <laughs> uh, that four pack does come with a reissue of Reyes this time with the correct hyphenated name pill. Ooh, which was pointed out in the uh, TVC archive edition book. Uh-huh. So. It's cool to see that Hasbro's paying attention to some of that stuff. They reissued it with the correct. It, it, maybe it's too little, too late. Why? Why put that in that four pack? They could have put other figures in it, but maybe people were re 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 reusing it, rewanting it. It's it's weird <laughs> that they're reissuing it. It's weird that they're doing it now, years oh. after the barge. I know it's the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, but like you're, you're you can't reissue the barge. It's going to be way too expensive now. It's going to be more than 500 bucks, right? But at least they're still showing love. There was a bunch of Black Series stuff that was released. Um, I got all of the Return of the Jedi stuff because I thought that was cool, but I skipped the Cad Bane, the Amiga. Um, I got the Royal Guard, Jabba the Hutt. I ordered, which was a Pulse exclusive. I don't think it's going to come with a carded salacious, but I did like the box. Maybe it will, so it could shut you up. No, this would be Black Series, though. Oh. <laughs> but. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's it for the news. Yeah, yeah. Nothing too. I mean, it's a yeah, I have seen the uh the bunker. I'm seeing the bunker hit target shelves, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Seeing it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And I don't think I'm still, like I said, I'm still looking for the uh, Inner Deco TVC Boba Fett. And I was just thinking while we were talking about Micro Galaxy Squadron, 
there is not an official like old school Return of the Jedi Boba Fett in the Micro Galaxy Squadron line yet. No. We got Dad Bod Fett with the Slave One. Yeah. We'll have to get that at some point with the uh carbonite block. Oh, that could be like um wow, yeah. They because they could do that without re-releasing the slave one, I think. They could put that as a blind box or something. No, usually those come with a vehicle. So what vehicle would you would would you be riding in the carbonite block? <laughs> ah, I don't know, man. Maybe you could put uh maybe maybe it could be like a, a not a, a battle pack or something where it comes with a couple of uh you know three or four stormtroopers and the slave one and and not the slave one the the carbonite block and the uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. No, I think they would reissue it. I think they would reissue the slave one again. Want another slave one? I've already got the Django and the Boba Fett. I don't want another one. I don't need another one. But this one will have the uh, old school Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett. The one you're just asking for. No, maybe if they come down more. <sighs> I could see him doing it, though. Well, I, I don't know. Ben. That Django Boba Fett was like Django Slave One was down to like 10 bucks, wasn't it? Or really Yeah, cheap. at one point it was clearance. Yeah, that's how I got mine. I actually bought the other one, too, for the giveaway. Wow the podcast yeah i i bought i bought the django slave one because it did get cheap and it was kind of cool to have the slave one before it got really messed up because it was a clean as a clean slave one it was cool having that chip in the in a different paint deco yeah uh ackworth target had two snow speeders today i almost picked them up just so i can open them and then have that with the atat but yeah, I was I was kind of the ad at I thought was a little bit off scale, but then when you see it with a with a uh, snow speeder, it's pretty damn close. It's a lot yeah, closer. With, with little Luke hanging from it too, it looked looked about right. Yeah, because the only the only footage you originally saw was Max holding it, and you're like, that doesn't look right. And look, I got an ad at shirt on the day to make it even better. Um, it didn't look right. It didn't look to scale because I'm thinking we're all thinking we're assuming the Kenner scale. For an ad at, and you were like, yeah. that doesn't look right. And then when you saw it, they made this really awesome um di- diorama of it and it of him like stepping on stuff, uh, on him stepping on snow speeders, and it it was to scale, it was pretty damn close. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get into diorama building. I think that's where my passion is going forward. You know, awesome. You just need nice more space, me. man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I you need a bigger need- boat. Yeah, you need to kick more kids at the house. Be like, kids, you got to get out of high school. I need your room yeah, need for diorama building. Move. I need your room. Move. You're <laughs> out. I don't care if you need to sleep. I need to build dioramas. So uh, I didn't make any notes. I only watched it once this week. Uh, the Mandalorian, The Return. You only watched it once? I've been did busy. It, it's been did, did like I said, I went down to the clay shoot. I had a Boy Scout thing on on saturday yesterday so like i haven't had time to breathe this week did it suck that bad for you or you (laughs) know i didn't think it was that bad oh god i woke up at 4 30 i normally wake up at 5 but i woke up at 4 30 that wednesday because to me it was like christmas it was what What's going to happen? Something big is going to happen. The way that they have been pushing this and saying, oh, it's going to hurt. You don't need to. You don't want another episode of The Mandalorian. You're going to cry. 
and it's going to be amazing. And when it's over, you're like, where was my oh shit moment? Yeah, it wrapped up really nice. Yeah. Um, the second go through, once I got past the where was my oh shit moment, it was better for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, how, I mean, I mean, I, I got some worried. notes, but we can uh, just we'll kind of. We'll go through your notes in, in a minute, but I was a little yeah. worried because, I mean, I did post that thing the night before on our, our Georgia group, like, keep your mouth shut, people. Yeah. Don't spoil it for anyone. Like, seriously, I, I think not a single episode went by this this season where it wasn't spoiled by 5 p.m. Dude, it's getting spoiled when I wake up in the morning. I'm legitimately waking up at 4.30, 4.45 in the morning. And for some dumbass reason, I'm on Facebook. And you're see- people are posting it like an hour after the show's aired. You know, yeah, that's it's like, are, thing, like to be first and report, like, is that all you have in life? Yeah. You, you feel compelled to spoil it for people Dude, just so you have some control. And you're power? watching. Yeah. You're on TikTok and you're seeing TikToks at, at, you know, 10 and 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, people posting TikToks about it. And you're like, oh, I quit TikTok. Uh, dude, I need to. It's, it's getting ridiculous. <sighs> There's weird. I don't want to put the conspiracy tinfoil hats on, but weird things was happening on my my TikTok, I'll tell you later. It's a different thing. Okay. But like on your so Facebook, I, when you say, Hey, I need doorknobs, and all no, of a sudden you're like getting, no, 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 okay. No. Is it worse? Okay. No, it's, it's stupid. Like, okay. I would say I want to be in, involved with like art, woodworking people, 3D printing people, Star Wars people, cosplay people, you know, like the nerd stuff, collectors, right. that kind of stuff. And Somehow, like, political discord gets in there. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. There's an option to say, no, I don't want that. Right. And it'll stop. But then it comes back. And I'm like, what is going on? There is nothing in my algorithm that suggests that I want to watch this. And that's if you worst. swipe if you swipe fast, uh-huh. that's supposed to tell the algorithm, I'm not, I'm not interested. And even sometimes when that stuff would come up, I would close the app to say, yeah. you lost me. But it would still come up. Like, there's still... <sighs> There's something weird with TikTok. I'm out. But anyways, yeah, I want to talk about Moff Gideon. Let's talk about Moff Gideon for a minute. Is Moff Gideon dead? I the Moff the more Gideon. I I okay. The Moth Gideon as we know it, I think the OG Moth Gideon may be dead, but I think there's a possibility that one of his clones got out or that is out somewhere in the world, or it might be one of his clones. Uh, but I, Star Wars is is really bad about not letting people F and die. You're la- you're, you know it's true. Yeah, that's why I'm laughing, because it's uh, true. Everybody comes back. I mean, look at IGA-11. He came back. It's like, dude, let the guy die. Um, I don't think he's dead. I think he's too good of a character. Uh, to to let die i think he, they're gonna darth darth maul him or he's gonna uh, there's one of two things it's he was he, it, he was a clone or one of his clones escaped or you're gonna pop up and you're gonna see thundercat putting it back together and he's gonna be in a bath the bath the tank bath back that back to tank next season or whatever the next iteration of the mandalorian is gonna be i'm hesitant about speculating because i was off on so oh many levels this week because Dude, or, or this whole season because at one point, I thought Bo-Katan and Mandalorian were 
They had something going on. Uh, we were trying to figure out. There was a whole week there. We were trying to figure out who the spies were because it was plural. Turns out it was just a typo. There was only one. Unless they're saying the Shadow Council are spies. It's like a network of spies spying on the New Republic. I've also heard a rumor that the search party were the spies. Yeah, but they turned. They didn't turn again. Well, instant. they were they, they were spying for the Mandalorians to see how Mandalore was. Yeah, I mean that's a stretch. It's a that that's how crazy things are. People trying to figure out who these spies are. But yeah, the 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 last episode of the Mandalorian, we are everybody that is a content creator speculating on Mandal the, the last season of the Mandalorian walked away with egg on their face. Because he just took yeah. that Dave Filoni and they just took that and flipped it around and said, everything you're thinking of, we're not going to give you any of that. So here you go. But someone did speculate that, and this wasn't me, but Moff Gideon in the first two seasons wore a mustache. Yes. And this Gideon did not wear a mustache. And if you look at all the clones, none of them wore a mustache. So is that is that the uh, primer to suggest that um, it's not him, that it's actually a clone in that armor? Dude, Clark Kent got a Superman got away with it with glasses and without glasses. But to counterpoint that, I mean, he was suggesting that he was taking Grogu's DNA and putting it in his clones to make him force sensitive. Right. This one didn't show any force sensitivity or he didn't have the ability or he wasn't trained well enough to use it at that point. But and he could have been the first generation of a clone. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him to I mean, I've seen enough. Uh, bad guys out there when it comes to cloning that all of a sudden it's a clone or it's another guy or I mean look at uh freaking Luke with two U's or the guy from the the evil Jedi on uh from heir to the Empire that's a clone yeah uh, so I mean there's precedent precedent in it in Star Wars so I mean dude I don't know I don't at this point. I'm so done speculating on that show because they just <laughs> turned it upside down. I was so, and I think that's another reason why I was kind of bummed with it because I was expecting so much more out of that episode and they delivered a bunch and they delivered a good episode, but it just wasn't what I was expecting. The only oh crap moment we had was the dark saber getting destroyed. Yeah. And that wasn't even a, you know, it was like, oh crap, I can't believe they did that. It wasn't a, you know, a tear moment. But I mean, even when the 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 ship came in and blew up the base, uh, I had a moment where I was just like, oh, man, we're going to lose all three of them. Meaning Din Djarin, Bo-Katan and Grogu. Yeah. I was like, wow, they're going to let us lose all three of them. No. And then Grogu pulled the cane in and saved everybody. Yeah, I was wondering what your thoughts on that. It took me, I didn't realize it until more people, somebody like, you know, somebody had speculated and we were like, look, he's pulling a Kanan. And he was like, he was so powerful in the force and Kanan wasn't that powerful. And then somebody went, well, you know, he wasn't sitting on a 5,000 gallon jug of uh, jet fuel when it was on fire. So, yeah, yeah, there was definitely some parallels there, but I mean, I'm. Am I, yeah, that was, that's a cool parallel. I, yeah. I had uh, someone kind of complain that uh, the whole Grogu finding the Mandalorian and coming to his rescue, it's like he was being taken away. The door separated them. And I'm like, well, think of this as like a six year old. Cause if you're six years old, you would just accept the fact that 
he used the force and he navigated the thing and he found Mandalorian. He found Din. Don't overthink this. I I was surprised that he that that it was sort of that, you know, okay, cool, he's gonna fight his way out and they're gonna or you know, um he'll try to fight his way out, but he's not gonna make it, not gonna free himself. And then all of a sudden there's Grogu with IG eleven. Uh and it was sort of like, uh, okay. Like I said, dude, I'm so I I've gotten at a point with the Mandalorian where I have to suspend reality for the half an hour and just sit there and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was it was fun that he came to his rescue and then he sprayed him with the back back to spray and he's he's just like, dude, stop, stop, I'm good, I'm good. Um, I mean, it was fine. I, how else is he gonna get free? It was uh, you know, no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, I think it was good. It was good. I was fine with it, especially the second watch through. Uh, I saw it with like a different set of eyes. It felt more like a movie. It felt like they were going back to like the old school Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi when they're sneaking around the Death Star. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, trying, I thought it was good. Yeah, I, 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 I think it was okay. Uh, <clears throat> you know, let me. You know, you I'll had tell you what. Uh, Go ahead. I'll tell you what. Fabro did really well and he had a theme this season mm-hmm. and okatan said it several times that the mandalorians are stronger together right uh separate they're weak and that's what happened on mandalore they were separated they were they were made to feel like they were weak in the empire one she sees that if all the mandalorians came together they could be strong again and that at last episode really highlighted that because when the mandalorian uh din was fighting moff gideon um, Man- the Mandalorian would have died had Bo-Katan yes. not come in and said, I'll take it from here. Um, Grogu would have died against, he would have been killed against the uh, three Praetorian guards had the Mandalorian not come in and saved them. And they worked together, like stronger together. And then right. finally, uh, Bo-Katan would have died against Moff Gideon had the Mandalorian and Grogu not come back out and they all took him together so it really showed the theme of the season that last episode that together they're stronger right uh separate they're weak yeah um no i agree with that because you were able to see like you said you saw grogu fight with dinjar and uh you saw grogu grow in the force uh that those two years with uh luke skywalker really helped him out because mm-hmm. he was able to do more um uh, more things with the force and was able to realize okay you know, I'm going to stop this guard from getting this weapon. And then Din Djarin was able to capture, you know, attack him and kill him or whatever. Um, so yeah. he was able to give Din Djarin just enough help to uh, to win over those three Pictorian guards. And the same thing with Moth Gideon. Um, you know, he was able to give just enough help to help everybody. And like you said, yeah. And, uh, you know, they are better together. And how badass is Bo-Katan to stand up against Moth Gideon in a freaking battle suit and hold her own for a good part of it. Yeah. And, you know, and, and Moth Gideon must be a really bad fighter to, you know, either that or Bo-Katan's that much of a badass to, uh, yeah, to hold her own it's with both. somebody in a freaking cyborg suit. Maybe it's both. I did yeah. like, uh, a lot of people were giving the ending crap, but it was called the, uh, or at least the, uh, the fade out. Yeah. But that's like an old Western where the hero's sitting on his front porch, legs are up, the kids are playing in the front yard, par- prairie. 
you know it just mm -hmm. it felt the theme of the mandalorian being a western yeah um i like that the episode co was called the return and uh we see the uh, mythosaur open its eyes right it's a it's awakened uh the mandalorians are back essentially they're they're now a thriving civilization this is just a seed that's been planted and the roots are starting to sprout and we're going to get a full-fledged civilization once again. Mm -hmm. um, I also, there again on TikTok, saw that if you look <laughs> at Return of the Jedi, if you look at, was it uh, Revenge of the Sith, if you look at Rise of Skywalker, those three movies all went end with that circle wipe. Yes, they do. So it's sort of a it's sort of a so symbolization, huh? So it's the first one. Oh, does it? Yeah, when they're on the throne, throne scene. The, okay, well, the I have kind of circles in. Okay, I haven't I haven't gone back to to clarify the, but it's a thread. I know at least some of them in with the circle wipe. So it's either a you know it's either a yeah, throwback, or it's a end of a chapter. It it doesn't bother me. It did feel like the end of phase one. Like if this was the um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it did feel like seasons one through three. Uh-huh. Is the story about the Mandalorians coming back? It's the first phase. Now we're gonna move into phase two with the Soka and Thrawn. Yeah, I and um I really think they're kinda I think they're having to make up because uh I don't know how much of Rangers of the New Republic was written is was written, but I think they're trying to weave that into the Mandalorian a little bit. Um, especially with uh is it what is it grief car no is it grief with well, the the X Wing pilot though um yes, I know what you're talking about with him coming into things um I think with them ha with that show getting canceled they're having to weave some of that into the Mandalorian because they I'm I'm sure there was oh. some of the story that was going to take place in that in that um uh, show. Now they're having to bring it into the Mandalorian and I think that's what we're kind of seeing. Yeah. Um, I was upset that there wasn't an end credit scene, especially for what I had in my my head cannon. Uh, but it, it is. You got to watch that head cannon. Keep that in check, dude. I I'm uh, I've got four months, and I'm really, really after. As much as I enjoyed this uh, season of The Mandalorian, I've you know I've been fighting my head cannon ever since uh, the sequel trilogy. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to really fight it with Ahsoka coming up because I'm expecting a lot out of that show. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, what's your note say? Uh, we've we gone over up. most of it. Oh, okay. Um, no, we it was it was like the the second better the second view. Uh, I didn't get my oh shit moment. Felt like it was a movie <laughs> the way it was shot. Uh, was Moth getting in a clone and then set up for the Rangers? Uh, you see Dave at the bar again? Yeah, he was there. Full, like, <laughs> All three of them the... were there. I mean, dude, you know what? Hi. If I, if... <laughs> he's waving his hands. <laughs> hey, everybody. I, hey, everybody. Only thing, only thing that would be worse is if he went and goes, Hey, can I get a, a blue milk or a bantha milk or something? If they would have gone, Hey, can I get a fuzzy tauntaun? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, that and, and dude, that how bad is the interference on Mandalore to where you saw the the Mandalorian ships go on the surface and the Tie Fighters come back up to surface, and they literally felt like they missed each other and they could have, you know, it's like that one meme from uh, Umbrella. It was the Academy. cloud coverage, yeah. yeah, it was 
Yeah, I accepted that. I don't. That yeah, I mean, no, it was accept. There's a lot of this crap where you you end up watching too much stuff on on the YouTubes and Facebook and everything. Um, I thought it was pretty badass. I mean, the way Axe Wolves was getting ready to almost sacrifice himself. Uh, it, it was. It amazes me when somebody's willing to sacrifice something so big to get the upper hand and win a battle, like the capital ship. Well, it was their home world. This was huge for them. Yeah. So, I mean, they were able, they were willing to sacrifice that big ship to to get their home world back. So that, mm-hmm. it always kind of takes me back when somebody's willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, and then in the bar, somebody had pointed out, they were like, the the, the trophies was not something the New Republic does. There was um, a certain someone that started that in a certain cartoon. Oh. And then there was certain somebody from said cartoon that was at that base. So, <laughs> so somebody had said that that was sort of a, it could be an ode to rebels that Zeb was, because uh, Ezra was collecting trophies of stormtrooper helmets and Zeb was at the base and they collect, started collecting trophies. Yeah. Zeb as a, as a homage to Ezra. So I just think it was a neat way to get IG 11 back up and running, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I didn't, I didn't hate it as much as other people. I thought it wrapped up really well. I was surprised how well they wrapped and tied up all of the loose ends. And yeah. And I was a little confused as to why it felt like a series finale and not a season finale, but I think it was just wrapping up the first phase. And now we're going to go to the next phase. I I think we saw, like I keep, I keep, I've been saying it and you've even questioned me about it, but it does feel like you said, it, it could be a series quote unquote finale that we're not going to get a quote unquote Mandalorian show again. Season four is going to be something totally different. I think the way that they're doing things, I think that we're going to see this story continue in Ahsoka the way that they set it up, I think we may see some of. I think we may see the Mandalorian and Ahsoka because that's possible. Because he was like, "Hey, I want to work for the New Republic," and you could see him pop up in, uh, in Ahsoka. You could see the Mandalorians pop up in Ahsoka or whatever the next series is going to be after Ahsoka. Um, because you've got to remember, Mandalorians are in it for money, man. They will fight you one day and be your best friend the next, depending on who's paying them. My counterpoint with the whole argument that the next season about the Mandalorian will be about someone else and not Din mm-hmm. is that he left, like he's been struggling to get back to Mandalore and now he's been given this chunk of land on Navarro to be a bounty hunter to do privateering for the New Republic. Like we can easily follow him without the rest of the crew because right. he's been isolated and siloed on another planet. So it's like, that I would I would su- subscribe to that idea if he stayed on Mandalore. Okay, but I mean we'll talk about it next week. Well, they've also wrapped it up. We're not going to have a next. No, not not. That we're talking about other that stuff next week, but I know we got to wrap it up. No, I'm um, saying that was a joke because we usually bring this up. Same thing with World Between Worlds. Right. We'll talk about it again. No. Uh, well, you see, they also wrapped the way that they wrapped that series up and wrapped that up that storyline. They left it. Hey, go take Grogu to do all these 
travels and then come back when you're done doing all your travels. Yeah. So the only thing I didn't like about all that is technically you should have seen him out of his armor at, at the end of the, huh? Tick. You said tick. technically, so I went tick. <laughs> you could have seen him out of the armor at in his uh, cabin. He could have been sitting there without his armor on. He could have. And it's just like, uh, you could take that helmet off anytime you want, go to the waters and just be like, all right, Mandalorian again, I'm good. Yeah. Um, but then you got to pay. Well, yeah, you're right. But now that the water's right there, you just be water's like, hey. right there. It's available. Um, and I did, uh, I didn't know. If notice he sneezes, something. his helmet pops off. He just goes back into the water. I'm Mandalorian. <laughs> okay, we're good. Or just keep your damn mouth shut next time, dude. Because truthfully, the way that they do it is if you're by yourself or if you're around family is the only time you can remove your helmets. And that's how we get baby Mandos. So Mandalorians do not keep their helmets on to make baby Mandos anymore. They can, in family, they can take their helmets off. Um, shoot, I had a thought and I forgot it. Oh, no, no, I remember it know. now. If you remember, it's kind of interesting because the season starts and ends with Paz Vizsla's son getting baptized. Yeah. yeah. And that's just Dave Filoni's good writing. Yeah. The Dave Filoni and John Favreau, you know, they start it and they end it. It's book, book ended. Right. And I and didn't so realize it was interrupted that. Interrupted. And like, that's, that just goes back to tying everything up really well. Like, all the threads have been tied up. Right. They, well, they did. They tied up. They left. Every if you look at the first episode and they were like, here's the six ways this season can go, they tied it all up at the by yeah. the end. Which is a, really, yeah, you're right. It's amazing story writing. I think you can argue about whether you liked it or not, but I don't think you can argue that it wasn't well written. No. The structure was there. Yeah, no, I think and I think I've also heard that the reason why him and uh Favaro and and Kathleen Kidderly kind of got into it and that's why we got the Mandalorian because I think there was rumors that they or John Favreau was going to leave Disney because of Kathleen and because she was too involved in the first two seasons in Book of Boba Fett because that's why we ended up getting Grogu back in Book of Boba Fett so that when Mandalorian came back around he would be with the Mandalorian um, and then the reason why this season kind of took a left turn was because John Favreau wrote it with no influence From higher ups, yeah, you're smiling I just, like I, huh? Anytime I hear, I'm so sick of the Kathleen Kennedy rumors. Yeah, that I immediately dismiss them because it's like every perverted. There's just so many people just dying to get rid of Kathleen Kennedy. They're making up stuff, and John Favreau in interview said, "We just felt like we wanted to include them and uh, uh, get things going. Like mm-hmm. that's that's it. it. It's not malicious. It's." Uh, but that's just my opinion, my read on things. I don't. She greenlit the thing, like right. See, I yeah, I just, I mean, they did good. Uh, yeah, the sequel trilogy was not what it, they could have done a better job with it. But you, in the end of it, guess what? Star Wars is for my seven-year-old grandson. It's not for. Yeah. I mean, it's for us, but it's written for him. Yeah. You know, uh, we enjoy it because we're, you know, we're kids at heart, but you know, it's written for a seven-year-old man or a 10-year-old or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't want to get into the behind the scenes stuff and yeah. I don't want to speculate behind that because I just don't know 
and no, i just you're... don't know how factual it is yeah like i don't want to repeat the venom of some dude spitting out hatred for kathleen kennedy right i have nothing against her i mean i don't see i know I'm you sure... don't yeah i'm just i want to reiterate that part yeah i yeah. have nothing against any anything that they're doing right now it I'm enjoying it's Star Wars. I mean, how could we go wrong, man? We're getting freaking. We got two two shows this year. We're going to get three or four shows this year, and two or three shows next year. Yeah, and a movie in the year after that. I am curious, you know, after George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy, two titans in the industry, who can run Lucasfilm now? We've because at some point she's going to retire. Like I've yelled at him on an escalator, man. That's who can run Lucasfilm. Oh, Dave Filoni. I want Dave Filoni making content, though, because yeah. he's excellent content. And, and if he's making a movie, he can't run a company. All right. Okay. Um, I did. Oh, my God. I saw him and John Favreau was doing an interview one time, and they just were not going at it, but they were having the conversations you and I have. Yeah, they feed off of each other. Oh, my. It was so incredible to see the way those two guys work because they were just a couple of nerds having a conversation over lunch that decides Everything millions of people are going to watch. Yeah. And they know their shit when it comes to Star Wars, which, dude, you can't argue. And and Dave or Dave Filoni or John Favreau or whatever, they've been talking to Timothy Zahn about when they bring in Thrawn on. So they want, they've been talking to the guy who created Thrawn, preparing to bring him in to live action. Yeah. So that right there tells you, you know, Star Wars is in good hands. We may, we're not going to like everything they do, but they're going to give us some damn good content. Yeah. Because guess what? Well, you're not going to please everybody. No, you're not. It's impossible to please everyone. You just please yourself and do your best. Make right. something you want to see or read, and that's it. Because today's yeah. National National Book Day, and I have a book. Where can I get your book, Jason? It's on Amazon. What's it's the name of your book? Atlantis Kingdom Come. It is, there is some, it's a sci-fi, it's a fantasy adventure with some romance in it about the destruction of Atlantis. Here, hold it up because we didn't see it. I couldn't see it. So hold it up in front of your face. From 16,000 years ago. Is it coming through? I'm not looking. Oh, a little bit. It, it, there, it, the, the, no. well, it keeps going. It keeps it disappearing. Keeps it, this is working for an audio podcast. Yes, it is. There you go. Atlantis you go. Kingdom Come, available on Amazon.com. I'm trying to make like a... To, back to the future joke and i just can't yeah. put two and two together i'd also like to remind you that the georgia alliance of star wars collectors is hosting its first toy show on saturday may 13th from 11 to 4 at second chance toys and collectibles this toy show is to benefit the children's health care of atlanta choa the event is free to the public we'll have plenty of vendors to shop from this has been approved by the 501st as a as a uh, an appropriate event they could participate in we look for we look forward to their help and all the, the photos that will be posted online afterwards, 100% of the raffle proceeds will go to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. And we'll also be accepting donations for them. CHOA, if you don't know, is a not-for-profit children's health care system dedicated to caring for infants, children, teens, and young adults aged 0 to 21 throughout Georgia. I've been stuffy. I just realized I was working out in the backyard today. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I think... The pollen got into my nose, and I'm really stuffy today. So yeah, that happened to my my grandson. They were playing outside all all weekend, and he's he's starting to talk like this, and we're like, dude, what's going on, man? <laughs> I started making custom shelf talkers for yeah. the event that I might sell for twenty bucks each. I took some plastic and cut that down. 
uh, melted it so it bends, so it's got that nice bend to it. Um, it'll fit the IKEA detolf shelves. I measured awesome. it specifically for that. So if you have like tier, you can just put this Star Wars shelf talker. I'll say Star Wars, and I got to cut it out and, and apply the uh, sticker decal. But hopefully, I can sell those. They'll look good. I'll sell them, and uh, for just the cost of twenty bucks. Uh, 100% of everything will go to Chova. So hopefully that'll work out. Nice. And thank you awesome. for listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. If you could please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. If it's allowed, it really helps us out and points people to our show. Follow us on social media. You can social. Social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We love feedback and we'd love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smuggler's Galaxy logo. You could find him at the Rock the Force podcast. And thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the Smuggler's Galaxy music. Hasbro re-release VC66 hashtag vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. Like a banta. This is the way. You said the wrong thing. I know, but I was thinking about Boba Fett and like a banta. Like a banda. <laughs>